1: This.
2: Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. (laughs) His early
1: break with Sip and Jig. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. (coughs) Weekday mornings from
3: 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Well, you know, it had been a quiet bye week for Nebraska until yesterday, which, again, we just pointed out in the first segment. Trev Alberts putting out metrics for Scott Frost because he was ordered to uh, by, by Lancaster County, basically.
2: Yeah, Lancaster County District
3: Judge. Yes. Ryan Post. We're now joined by Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. It, like I said, it had been a quiet week yesterday. Lancaster County Judge Ryan Post rules Nebraska has to disclose the metrics mutually agreed to in former Scott, uh, coach Scott Frost contract. Trev Albert says last night it was six wins and not backing into six wins. I guess, what was your take on all that happened yesterday and, and Trev's response to all this last night, Sean?
1: I, I mean, the, the whole delivery of everything, it's a headline, yeah. There's no doubt a story of it all, but... <laughs> when you like sit back and like look at what the metrics are, you know if Scott Frost didn't make a bowl game and win six games, I mean, does that surprise anybody that he wasn't going to um, keep his job? I Man, I think it's a right. a pretty baseline metric that was put down on paper, uh, and I thought it was interesting that Trev actually didn't want to put it in writing, uh, but Frost um, wanted something in writing uh, because it affected his pay. You know, because if he hit the quote metrics. Um, you know his pay would have gone back up to the original number of what it was, but um, would it have mattered? I mean, would six wins, I mean, have kept his job? We, I don't know. I don't. I, it's, it's really hard to say uh, what Trev's thought process was. Um, you know, it, it, You know, and, and what it was going to take to bring Frost back if he was going to keep his job this season.
2: It's really surprising to me the amount of people that read it and say, "Oh, if he would have won six, he would have kept his job." Uh, what world are we living in here? I mean, yeah,
1: I'll, I'll ask this question: In the history of college football, how many people have kept their job in a Power Five football for five years in a row without making a bowl game? Right. Well, I mean,
2: probably the,
3: none. Maybe right. <laughs> Jake's like, "I'll take that none." <laughs> yeah, I don't think any. Probably.
2: So I don't know why. Pete, even I didn't read this last night as okay. So Frost, if Frost would have won six, he would have been safe. I mean, my what am I missing here? I, I know that's.
1: I don't know if he would have been safe.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't get that. I, I I think if he would have lost, I mean, it depends what the six looks like. That's what it comes down to, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I, I think we know that this is, Trev was leaning this direction, and especially after Ireland, so, <laughs> right. and at that point, it was a matter of time, and it, it got it got barely got past North Dakota, then. I mean, North Now we know if Georgia, Georgia Southern beat Nebraska. North Dakota somehow would have won that game
3: in mean, Lincoln. He might have been done then. At that yeah, point. he probably should have been done if that was the case. At that point, Sean, I'm I'm curious. So, so at the same time, you know, how do you, how do you properly at this point with an interim head coach put out metrics for Mickey? Is is it possible to do that or not?
1: It, it, yeah, there's no <laughs> metrics. Um, I I think it's a feel. Yeah, number one, and yeah, they got to win some more games for him the job and ultimately it depends on who else is in line i mean it's easy to say right now yeah we want mickey or he's the guy um but we don't know on the other end who could trev have in 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 line for this job or who who could the search firm be working with behind the scenes that might have an interest in the job you know especially if nebraska can pay you know in the seven to nine million range uh, for a really good candidate
2: why do you think Mickey has captured fans' imaginations as much as he has in such a short period?
1: I just think the way he deals with the team and the way he deals in front publicly with the media, um, he's he just got a charisma and approach that connects people very well right now and, and it excites people. And you know, I saw it right away with Mickey, um, at my St Michaels Husker night. I, I've mm-hmm. done hundreds of events in my career now over the years and been around these events and we had 450 people there, and, and he had not coached a game yet at Nebraska, and people were just blown away by Mickey Joseph that night. And they said, uh, "One of my guys that works with me," she said, "Sean, this is the best night, best event you've ever done." And it was because of Mickey. I mean, he, he just captivated the audience that night, um, and he hadn't even coached a game. He had been in Lincoln, Nebraska, for a month or two at that point, and he just has a way about that of really, you know, capturing the audience. And, and now, in this case, the team. And, and people seem to really like that, obviously.
2: What was his message that night?
1: Um, I mean, he just was very open and, and very honest about things, about what they're looking for in players. And, I mean, it, it felt like – I said to myself, God, it feels like this guy is the head coach right now. Oh, boy. Um, this was back in February and he was talking <laughs> about recruiting and oh. what they look for and, and, and just some of the things that he addressed that night. You know, he, he just had uh, a sound to him like he was a head coach
3: I think it's important in terms of evaluating him to see obvious growth as a head coach in games. So he's now been here for four games. Obviously, the first game, Oklahoma, was rough. That was the week after Frost had been fired, tough opponent. But have you seen yourself obvious growth in his coaching ability over the last four games?
1: I think the way they responded in the second half at Purdue, that was pretty good growth um just the way they came out of the locker room and, and probably should have had the game tied um if not for the missed pass in the end zone there to Elante Brown uh, that that was resp- figuring out a way to win a game when your defense couldn't stop air really on Saturday I mean that's pretty remarkable um and, and the defense was down their two inside linebackers I mean those are their two main people um on the field and by the way Trev Alberts did slip in last night something about Nick Henrich that He's going to be missed. So I don't. Was that Trev saying that Henrich is done for the year? We don't know that. We're not going to talk to Mickey until Monday or Tuesday of next week. Um, But you know their situation and inside linebacker um, not having those guys really affected what their you know their defense overall and put them in in a very tough spot on
2: the road. Trey Palmer leads the country in receiving yards. Sean. Trey Palmer leads the country in receiving yards. I know you were really high on him in the in the preseason. Is this what you expected?
1: It's I mean no I, I, I've said all summer, and I think you were with me and I said this a few times that he'd get a thousand yards. I really thought right,
2: you did he, say that.
1: he could be a thousand yard guy in Whipples offense. Um so he's gonna he's gonna do that. But I don't think ever I thought in my career Nebraska would have a receiver that leads the country in in receiving right now. And this this late, I mean, we're we're going into the October twenty second weekend of college football, um, and and, you know he's leading the country in receiving. And there's 131 teams that play FBS college football, so um, that's a really remarkable stat considering this is not an offense that's putting up world class numbers. Um, You know, so people know that he's getting the ball more often than not and Jake you're a Dolphins fan I mean that that was a Tyreek Hill type game it was, was. Up on, on,
3: it really on was yeah I mean they chuck it deep and he's open I mean it's incredible I mean, he's, he's just he's faster than everybody out there so I'm curious Sean on that note you play you play great defenses the rest of the season Illinois great defense Michigan great defense Minnesota pretty good uh, Wisconsin's not great this year Iowa's good you know, can you can you actually can you know, convert the deep ball against much better defenses? Is is Trey that good? They can keep going that route against better defenses. It's going to be
1: funny to see how these other teams play and play him. I mean, they might have a guy like thirty yards back before the snap. I mean, just somebody that's ridiculously far back to, to play to play over the top of him. But you know, Whipple, Smart, and Thompson, Smart, and teams do that. That might actually open up a lot more underneath for other guys. Um, and and that will be fun to watch. Like, will the attention he's going to draw now these final few weeks? Will that open up more underneath um, for other receivers in this offense and other things like the running game? You I mean will will that free up the running game more if if teams are going to overcompensate for the deep ball?
2: Well, yeah, you got to keep a safety back. That's one thing, right?
1: I mean, right. I mean, Nebraska has never had a guy that could go this I mean they've had guys that could run Kenny Bell and, and other guys that could get deep but I, there's no one I've ever seen do this
2: John what about the injury to Luke Reimer? okay so we think it's possible that Nick Henrich may not be back that's one starting inside linebacker. what about Reimer? what about his health for the Illinois game
1: Yeah chest injury the fact he traveled and they burned one of the 74 seats on him, that was I thought interesting and told me that he was close. Unless they were just playing gamesmanship, but they didn't dress him. So it wasn't like they put him out there in warm ups. They didn't go full Bill Snyder, where Bill Snyder like literally had injured quarterbacks go through warm ups just to make the opponent think that their guy was gonna play. Um, you know, Reimer traveled though, was in street clothes. Um so hopefully now this will be three weeks in a row without football for him when you when you take away the bye and then this week and the week before. Hopefully that will get his uh, chest injury up to speed.
3: Sean, in September when Nebraska had their bye week, I mean, this entire fan base was excited to to watch a bunch of games and say, "Hey, who could be the next coach in Nebraska?" Now we're a month later. Do you do you get that vibe about coach watch still being big in terms of watching games in Nebraska's bye week or not?
1: Um. Yeah, I think the shine's worn off a little bit on that because we don't really know where it's heading. <laughs> we still have Jake a solid month yeah. plus of this that we don't really know. And we're not going to know unless it's Mickey Joseph. We're not going to know right. until after the games are over on Thanksgiving weekend.
2: Yeah. We're not going to know, but we can still play the game. right? <laughs> yeah, people stop playing the game as much, Sean. It doesn't seem like they are playing it as much. Why is that Sean? Oh, the game meaning uh, speculative mm-hmm. games about who the next coach might be.
1: Yeah. And I got to jump here in a sec guys, yep, but I uh, it, it, um, it's just really hard to say. I mean, I, I think you play this game, this week-to-week game, oh, he lost or he won. He's back up the board. And I don't think when you look at this decision, you can, you should be saying, oh, because so-and-so lost to West Virginia, he's off the board.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We'll chat with you again next week. Hey, thank you, guys. Good. Thank it's you. Husker Online, Sean Callahan. By the way, he'll be at Tanner's today from 4 to 5 p.m. with J&DP. Mm-hmm. Check it out. 830 at Yankee Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean – I'm serious. I, I when we talk about last month. Now it was it was still fresh in terms of the firing of Scott Frost. But remember that? We talked about, oh my God, how many games can we watch this weekend okay. to see this coach is actually a contender at Nebraska? Well, Leipold, Campbell, Aranda. Well, what's happened? Some
2: of these guys have lost some key games. Aranda's not three and havin- three. Yeah, Aranda at Baylor's three and three. Three and three. Yeah, not having the kind of year you'd you, you would have thought. Now, if he were six and oh, wouldn't wouldn't we be Okay, man, man, maybe this Aranda thing can yep. happen. I, I've said it. I've written it. I don't think. A, I think. I just don't think Nebraska can land that helicopter, the Aranda helicopter. And now it's not. Doesn't seem as important to land that hel- helicopter. I think the sh- the Matt Campbell ship has sailed, and I think it should have sailed. I don't think you can make that work now. He's zero and four.
3: In conference play.
2: Yeah. They've lost four straight games in general. And he's five and eight in conference play in his last 13. And they lose close games. They're losing
3: the same way Nebraska has lost. Right. Close, devastating games. Goodbye. Goodbye. We don't don't need more of the same. No. That would be, that announcement
2: would be a, it would go over like a lead balloon.
3: Well, especially if Mickey wins some more games. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if Mickey gets him to a bowl game somehow, and then Campbell is still just a mediocre this year and they hire him, it's mm-hmm. that, not going over well here. Leipold,
2: um, still, you know, I think you got to keep him in play. It's a different kind of conversation because it's Kansas, and if he gets him to a bowl game,
3: that is, uh, that's a resounding well, success at Kansas. And he's playing his second-string quarterback due to an injury to their star, who is – Probably going to be, if he played well, in the Heisman race. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't probably win it. But Jaylen in the Jalen Daniels. Yeah. And their defense, you know, showed some wards last week in a, in a loss to Oklahoma. Didn't yeah. play very well. Yeah,
2: we don't know exactly who we should be looking at. We know, I mean, that's part of the reason, I guess, that Mickey has, He's in. He's, he is in the chair. So we know And we know that he's in an audition, so that's why he gets a lot of attention. We know he's in an audition. We don't know who else is really on Trev's mind. There's some – I mean, I would be surprised, based on what I'm hearing, if Bill O'Brien's not on Trev's mind. I'd be surprised if Mark Stoops is not on his mind. Um, I'd be surprised if Lance is not on his mind, because Lance, you'd think, is on every athletic director's list. Should be. He's looking for a coach. Those are the ones that make the most sense to me right now. Aranda did – Except that he's three and three, and it's like it's not like we don't talk to anybody. We don't hear things. I just don't think Aranda would would make the jump. I mean, there's people I know that have worked with Aranda and said, "Look, he didn't he didn't play ball with LSU last year. Yeah, he Didn't play that, ball that's with USC. Telling. I mean, yeah. if
3: if LSU, he's not talking to or USC. Why would he talk to Nebraska? Right. I mean, I just don't think it's that's it kind of why I was. I never really thought that was real from the get go. We both were very skeptical right. of that being reality. Yeah, so. Uh, Song of the Day and Mailbag is up next on Early Break on the Ticket.